0: episode 208 of the biz talk with bill roy podcast the wichita business journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people places companies organizations and issues that are important to the wichita business community jen ray has fought her way through the worst times of the pandemic jen is the owner of the monarch bourbon bar and restaurant I spoke with her last July to see how she was keeping her business running through all the challenges of masking and supplies and supply chain, keeping a staff and cutting capacity. She was focused on one day at a time. Well, Jen joins me again today for an update as she and her business approach the light at the end of the tunnel. First, let me fill you in on the big story in the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. A shot in the arm. Business leaders see vaccinations as key to driving the Wichita economy. That report, our big story, begins on page 12. Also this week, another in our series of reports on excellence in health care. This time we focus on leaders in cancer care. That begins on page 18. This week's list, Wichita Independent Insurance Agencies. There's some movement on that list. You can find the list and some analysis beginning on page 8. Do you read our leads section each week? Lots of great information there you can use to grow your business. Bankruptcies, new real estate deals, building permits, new corporations, who owes back taxes, court judgments. Our leads section this week begin on page 27. Equity bank means business. That's why they've created Business Solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. Well, I caught up with Jen Ray last July, and despite being very busy facing the challenges of COVID-19, she spent some time with me talking about how she was keeping her business open, taking it one day at a time, fighting through challenges of keeping her staff and customers safe working with local government regulations, even a disrupted supply chain. She joins me again for an update, Jen. Thank you for talking. It's good to see you, even if it's just a Zoom conversation. How are you?
1: Oh, Bill, it's so good to see you as well. Um, I'm doing okay. Uh, It's funny that you mentioned that a year ago, I was complaining about a disrupted supply chain because I feel like that was, um, that was minuscule compared to what we're seeing, what we're seeing now in 2021 as, um, as the need for entertainment and dining out uh, outgrows the pace in which we can supply the goods and the services.
0: Right. Um, well, it- it seems like when we talk about supply chain, you know, this is a manufacturing community and we usually think of the supply chain for airplane manufacturers, Spirit Aerosystems, those types of things. There is certainly a supply chain for you as well and special challenges. A year ago, that was a big issue. And it sounds like it's a big issue now here a year later too.
1: It is. Um, A year ago, Um, especially in the, you know, in the fresh foods market, dairy, uh, processed meats, vegetables, it was more of a situation of how can we produce the goods fast enough to get them shipped out. Now we are seeing issues with, um, production and really with shipping, um, I am sure many of you watching this podcast have gone into the liquor store and noticed that some of your favorite wines and imported spirits are really hard to find right now. Um, And it's because there's, we are in such a shipping delay that um, we're just having to deal with outages um, that just change on a daily basis.
0: We love to go to the Monarch and have sandwiches and, and all the good stuff that you have on the menu. Talk about that whole supply chain. You've really had to struggle to just make sure you could offer everything that you want to offer.
1: Yeah, um, it's not so much, last year it was you know, skyrocketing prices because of, again, um, just simply not having the product. This year we're dealing with uh, lack of ability to get it shipped in and um, the price being so much higher when we do get it. Uh, Like I was saying a minute ago, chicken is taking a 33% sustained price hike because production is so backed up and shipping so backed up. And chicken, um, you know, from a a restaurant grocery standpoint is one of your cheaper products to sell. Um, So it's been really interesting kind of dealing with that ebb and flow. I would have hoped by now that we were over that hump. I would have never guessed that a year after reopening, we would just start seeing the, um, how bad it can get as far as, um, shipping and receiving.
0: Are there other foods that you're having trouble getting?
1: (sighs) Let's see this week. Um, so we're still having, we're still having major issues with, um, to go packaging, the backlog on that. Um, you may, I don't know if you have kept up with the ketchup crisis of 2021. Oh no. Oh my! There, uh, I mean, it, it, all the ketchup production in 2020 went to to-go packets. So they were making to-go packets, to-go packets, um, to be able to keep up with the demand in dine-out. Um, but now there is a nationwide ketchup shortage. That is, I mean, I don't know what do you do when you have That's to start.
0: That's wild.
1: The, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, to go boxes, uh, we kind of just get whatever bags, boxes, bowls, whatever silverware straws, whatever we can get our hands on. Um, because we still haven't caught up there again because of the demand and dine out. Um, so yeah, every week I just kind of scratch my head and go, okay, well, I guess, well, I guess that's what we'll be out of for the week. So right. for those of you watching, just try to be uh, patient, um, with your local restaurants and even in your national chains, we just can't buy. We can't buy the stuff that we want to sell you.
0: And when you're faced with higher prices for the product you buy as a business owner, you ha- have a decision to make. Um, Do you pass that along to customers. Have you had, have you had to raise prices a little bit?
1: So we did, we did just, um, implement a price hike, um, we did not do one in 2020 um, because we were we knew it was temporary, and I didn't want to put in um, I didn't want to put in a new pricing structure for an, an issue that only lasted you know 60 90 days. This is looking like it's going to be a much more severe and much uh, more long lasting problem. So for the time being, we had to go ahead um, and raise our prices if things end up correcting themselves in six months, you know, we can move them back down, but we figured there was no, it wasn't a smart decision to try to weather the storm on this one.
0: When you look back at, uh, when we last talked in July, you were talking about some, some pressures that were going on. Then it sounds like you may have the same amount of pressure. It's just different 10 months later.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think right now we've got all the business that we can want. I think a lot of our local business owners are extremely grateful and, um, and we're very blessed to have, um, all of our patrons coming back, but I think we're also on the same boat where we don't have, uh, we don't have a pool of people to hire from. So our big issue right now, especially with the opening of that baseball stadium across the street, is that I can't keep up with hiring. Um, and, you know, I sit on the board for the Chamber of Commerce and um, I work on the small business committee there. And that is something categorically that we're seeing. I mean, every small business owner comes in and says they can't hire um, so we're trying to advocate for a correction um, of some policies to fix that problem um, so that we can uh, everyone can get reopened this is becoming an issue of um, it's hindering our economic uh, I don't know, economic redevelopment however you want to say it because we can't hire the people to do the, to do the work.
0: You were very open with us last July talking about, you know, to be honest, some folks didn't want to come back to work because they were getting additional money through their unemployment. Is that still an issue now? Does that play a part in trying to hire back some folks?
1: I, I, I think so. Um, I have not, I, I have hired people recently that were honest and said, I had no incentive to come back to work until now, my unemployment right now. Um, obviously not everyone is uh, transparent about their reasons for not working, but um, it's it's difficult, Bill. It's really difficult. We, um, you know, in February, we had a staff of, I believe, 27, and now we're up to 52. So we've had to be very aggressive about um, about trying to bring people in, which has also been, you know, it's been good. It's given us a reason to look at our pay structures um, and evaluate how, what we're doing to retain um, our staff. Um, So we've got some, you know, policy changes in place and some pay structure changes in place and bonus plans that we're putting in place to try to um, incentivize people to want to come get a job um, and stay at the job.
0: And you're in a business that you're probably constantly hiring anyway just because you have a lot of turnover and you're kind of a business. How do, how do you handle that? And do you have a system in place to be able to try to keep the, keep up with the churn?
1: No, no, I cannot. Um, you know, but that's kind of the nature of this specific beast is we are not a, if we can keep someone for a year or two years, that's fantastic. But when you've got kids going to college, um, we're not there forever job, We're, you know, and so it just is what it is, um, but we are trying to, there are people that do a good job of making this industry their career, and I want to try to collect and retain as many of those people as I can so that I can at least um, ease that burden on myself and my managers.
0: You took advantage of the uh, Paycheck Protection Program, I believe, when, when we talked last Uh, How did that pay out for you?
1: You know, it was, it was, it was great. The first one was extremely stressful um, because there were ever moving and changing rules and regulations. Um, I was in a frantic panic on my first one to dole that money out as fast as possible. uh, Back to my staff. The second one we kind of used a little more organically and just kind of used it to fill in the gaps. Um, But it has, it, on both occasions it was nice to know that i had that protection for my staff especially when they weren't allowed to work they needed to work and they couldn't um, so to be able to have the assurance that i could continue to pay them um, was definitely a weight off of my shoulders and you know and theirs
0: i assume you're uh, in the area that you're eligible for having those loans forgiven right
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, we were able to um, we were able to use those on um, mostly on mostly payroll, but you know our rent and utilities as well. So um, it tef- it definitely helped uh, with the reopening process to be able to really get up and get going without uh, that stress.
0: You think back over the last ten months, and, you know, we talked. You had to get through the summer, then here's the fall. You get through the holidays, then in January we start getting the vaccine out. You get shots in arms. Um, was it a roller coaster ride? Was everything kind of flat on an even keel through that time? Were there I times think- that were better or worse than others during that?
1: You know, I think it was the whole. I can't even say it was a roller coaster the whole thing was was just there was a maintained level of stress that blanketed that whole this whole last year um i nobody none of us thought that this would last this as long as it has um but i think you know when i went and got my vaccine i went and got my first shot and i started crying and the lady looks at me she's like are you okay and it was before i got my shot she thought i was having a mental like it's just a shot breakdown right I said, this is, I said i own a restaurant i said this has been so so hard for me and i felt such a uh, a feeling of hope and relief seeing the light at the end of the tunnel that i did i started crying <laughs> poor nurse didn't know what to do but i i feel like we're so close to the finish line that if we can just make it, you know, another six months where this is gonna be in, behind us.
0: Well, uh, one of the things you were really glad about was that the state passed a law allowing it to go drinks. Yeah. Uh, that helped you through this?
1: Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, that is not something that we have chosen to sustain. Um, it is an option that we will continue to offer, but kind of pushing that as a source of revenue, um, is something that we've you know pushed aside for now but that was that was fantastic not just for the pandemic but just in for the future of uh, the bar and restaurant scene in Kansas to be able to have that additional form of revenue offered to us now because um, there's a lot of really fun stuff that you can do with that with the packaging and the and the drinks that go and it's you know, a whole nother, a whole nother line of revenue that we all can take advantage of moving forward.
0: Have you been able to commiserate with other people in your industry about what they're doing? I know yeah. the restaurant hospitality association has been very active. I've mm-hmm. spoken to Tim Marie at Duda several times, and she talked about how important it was to kind of connect with others in her industry and talk about what they're going through and maybe get, get some help, uh, some advice from them too. Did you You uh, take advantage of that?
1: Yeah. So it's funny you say that because, uh, Brooke Russell from public, she and I are going to Margarita's tonight for drinks and commiseration. And, um, I think that that is one thing that we have, we've all strengthened our bond between each other within the community. Um, we have a really great private Facebook group that has led to some really great discussion and idea sharing, but, um, you know, maybe when this is actually all over, 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 we can throw ourselves a little party and um, get together. But that's one of my favorite things is to have something happen. And I text one of my friends and, you know, we share that common stress and that, that common bond of having to get through this. So it's done a lot um, to bring a lot of the business owners within this sector together.
0: Well, it's May 2021. State and local regulations have been relaxed a bit. Talk about your operations now. The use of masks. Are you at normal capacity? Things like that.
1: So we're not at normal capacity um, and safety is very important, but even more so that is a hiring situation. We I do not foresee having the staff to be able to bring back um, our missing tables. Right now we still have six, I think six tables inside that are in storage and eight patio tables that are still, um, have also been taken away. Um, But with the volume of business that we're doing and the lack of people to uh, facilitate that, I think we're gonna sit with where we're at um, As far as masks, we've gone to a recommendation of if, you know, people need to do what's best for them. Our staff is allowed to um, not wear their masks anymore if they are two weeks past their second vaccination, which is going to be a lifesaver for them trying to work, especially outside on that patio all summer with a mask on. Right. Really, really hard sometimes. Um, But, uh, any person in retail or restaurant will tell you that it didn't matter how hard you tried and tried and tried trying to catch every person that uh, didn't adhere to our company policies was a losing battle. So I right. finally finally gave up the good fight and said, you know, recommended, do what you want. It's all I can do.
0: H- have you heard from customers and, you know, they see you there at the Monarch and say hi and, And, uh, you've got a pretty loyal group of customers. Um, what, what do you hear from them?
1: Mostly I hear from them. Oh my gosh. I haven't seen your whole face in over a year, Right, which is funny. You know, I have hired people. I have, I have people working for me that I did not see their whole face for the first 45 days they worked here, which is really weird. Um, but everyone is, everyone's so happy. Um, and I think we've done a really good job of, of making com- customers feel comfortable here um, and making them feel safe. So in your right, we do, we are very lucky to have a really loyal, loyal following here. So um, I'm having really great conversations with people where I can see them speak and I can hear them clearly. and um, I'm ex- Everyone's excited to kind of get back to what it was like before.
0: They're actually playing ball now at the stadium.
1: I know. Has that had
0: an impact on your business?
1: Um, so the first week was, was really good. Um, I have, you know, it was bittersweet. It was, it was upsetting. Um, I ended up at, at Bob's house Sunday night and we had a congratulations drink together and, watched Lou's uh Lou's video again and I had a little bit of a cry over it it's been I think it was a little surreal for all the people that have worked here to finally see that baseball stadium open and it's been it's been great um it was I mean obviously it was very stressful last week trying to figure out the flow of customers and how it was going to work but I'm really excited for the next two weeks of games coming up. Uh, the staff's really excited and um, it's, it's, it's nice to see this um, momentum finally return to Delano.
0: How do you feel about the rest of
1: 2021? Is <laughs> that even a fair question to <laughs> ask. I feel good. I feel really good. Um, we're so fortunate here that our, Big issue is just too much business and not enough time and not enough staff. But that is something that we are working through um, and that we will be able to, um, I think we'll be able to manage that here in the next 30 days. I feel like we'll have that taken care of. Um, I think more people are getting vaccinated, which just adds to this greater feeling of positivity um, in our community as a whole. But yeah, I just, I feel like we get these little glimpses of hope, you know, we're planning all these events now and, you know, waves reopening and interest bank arenas reopening and the wind surge they're playing now. And all of that together is just creating a really great positive momentum um, that I feel like is kind of reverberating through, through people that I get to see and talk to.
0: You're taking care of the monarch. You're taking care of your staff. I hope you're taking care of Jen too.
1: You know, I'm trying, or it'll be okay. There'll be time to do that later. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's better than where we were a year and a half ago when I didn't hardly work at all or a year ago. Right. Uh, I, I'm happier being here working than I am being at home, um, waiting, you know, all day to do nothing. Right. So I think, yeah, I, We'll be okay. Life's going to be good.
0: It has been a tough year, but you are still standing, even through the great ketchup shortage of 2021. The Monarch has made it through. Congratulations (laughs) to you and hundreds of other Wichita area business owners and leaders who have fought through just like you have. We feel for those who were not able to make it. Uh, Jen Ray, owner of the Monarch Bourbon Bar and Restaurant. We love talking to you. I'm looking forward to talking again. Thanks for being here.
1: Oh, thank you for having me.
0: Well, that's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 208. Check out all our podcast episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. You can find it, as always, at WichitaBusinessJournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter, and Thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. You know, creating the business concept, well, that turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com backslash evolve. Be well and be safe. Have a profitable week.